When you're down in your luck, you're lost in the muck, and your team is running last, just grab a beer, sit down and cheer for the cause of the Void podcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to Calls of the Void with Jimmy and Adrian. I am Adrian, and with me is Jimmy. Say hello, Jimmy. Hello, Adrian. How are you, mate? <laughs> well, no, we've been speaking for the last 15 minutes, good. but... I think that's the most confident intro I've ever done. Well, you're a, you, yes, I like it. You know, you're right. You, you're increasing confidence, mate. Are you increasing your confidence with women as well, Adrian? Or what? It... <laughs> yeah, it took bloody well long enough. <laughs> Congratulations. This episode is uh, it's probably going to be a bit of a short one, but we'll try and make it count. Body oath, body oath. We're going to be talking about the future. Oh. Possibilities for humanity, for technology, the way we might head. And so many possibilities in this conversation as well, Adrian. Oh yeah, the future was just then. Now it's just now, and it's gone. Yeah, but it will. Keep, but, but the next moment will be the future. So, and we're creating the future. Yeah, but, that, that, that was the point I was making. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, Jimmy, we've got a lovely set of notes here. Any particular place you might like to start? Um. Okay. Well, we'll start off with the future, as in you know, like the immediate future, I suppose. So maybe. You know, uh, yeah, but no, the immediate, not immediate, but like, as in, I think we've already talked about a little bit the future post, you know, the virus. Post pandemic, yes. Post pandemic, um, in the last episode. After things settle down, you know, what 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 does it sort of start looking like then? You're asking me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um. I definitely think there's going to be a bit of paranoia sticking around for quite a bit. You know, um, like I've noticed on metro stations and public bus stops and train stations, there's little hand sanitizer things, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're automatic. So you don't have to actually press anything. You just hold your hand under and I think they'll stick around a bit while longer. Mm -hmm. I think people are going to naturally keep their distance a little while after. How about the handshake? Sorry? The handshake. Does that stick around? The what? The handshake, you know. Handshake. Hand. Handshake. Ah, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I, I think so. I, I was thinking more like the little things, you know, just people are going to keep their distance a little bit more in public. Okay. People are going to be sticking with hand sanitizer just a little bit longer. All right. A little bit like a little, yeah, a bit of bit. Get through there, Jimmy. <laughs> so yeah, a little bit of paranoia, I suppose. Yeah, that, that makes a bit of sense. Yeah, that's a little thing. Um, if you're talking about post-pandemic purely because of pandemic, I think that'll be about it. I think mostly people are just desperate to get back to normal. But yeah, where it was. Mm. It'll take a while to adjust, but you know, we'll get there, Adrian. We'll get there. Hey, I don't doubt it. And, um, mm, and I think maybe, well, well, like, you know, um, my parents before the pandemic pandemic have been, you know, trekking into North Sydney every day and that might, you know, that might stop, you know, people might be working from home a bit more, just like, um, you know, having Zoom calls and stuff. I think that might stick around yeah, a little bit. Gotten kind of used to it. Mm. Cause people don't want to go into the city and back every day. Yeah. so maybe maybe that 
online stuff will be online it'll be more we be a bit more trusting of technology probably mm. what do you think that's interesting yeah i mean we've all we're all familiar with online shopping mm. i think maybe now that we're doing more of it we might actually stick more with it probably i reckon so because I've seen in a lot more supermarkets, they've implemented online shopping where they actually deliver grocery bags full of your your meat, your veggies, and everything you might just get when you go to the supermarket. They just drop it right off at your doorstep. Mm. And they were doing that before the pandemic, but now it's actually kicked up like 10 times more. Mm. So as far as I know, at Coles, only certain stores were doing it. Like Rouse Hill did it. Castle Hill didn't. Norwest didn't, Stanhope did, but now they're all doing online orders and deliveries or pickups. So you can either have it delivered to your door or you can go to the shop and there'll be a nice little trolley ready with everything you asked for. Yeah, just a bit more convenient. So, yeah. That's going to stay stepped up mm. after. Mm. Yeah, very interesting. And, um, and then... Yeah, after that, I guess the other thing that um, society society at the moment is really concerned about is, you know, global warming. Haven't heard much about global warming lately. Not lately, because everyone does. <laughs> like <laughs> too much else going on. Yeah, we kind of forgot about all society's problems, but um, yeah, like I mean, global warming is a huge thing, you know, and they're they're saying that it could have really bad impacts, you know, in our lifetime. For sure. So, what you know, <clears throat> what does that look like? I'm sure the Pacific Island countries will probably, you know, they'll probably suffer. All the, all the, um, you know, the the coasts will probably suffer a little bit more with the rising yeah, sea right. levels. What do you think? I don't know. Tong is not looking too good. Sorry? Oh, you don't have the yeah the answers. Yeah. I don't have all the answers. I don't. I don't know. Just know if we don't do something soon, it's going to screw up. That's what all the smarter people than me are telling us. Mm. I just don't know what that course of action is. Yeah, I mean, um, when will it get to a point where people will be like, oh, you know, they'll be scared, you know? Because eventually I it'll get to that point. As soon as their houses are underwater. <laughs> yeah, because people don't, um, you know, including... Funny. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. It's true. People don't like to um, take action unless they can see it, including me as well. You know, I don't know, but like you know, it's sort of human nature. Just you know, if you don't see it, then it's not a problem. Almost. I don't care until it affects me. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. And also, it's like you know, it doesn't have. It hasn't had too much damage around the world as of now. People are like, oh. You know, it's everything's fine, sort of thing, almost. Any kind of damage is too much. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm. I know in China it's pretty bad. Like, apparently you can't even like see through the smog of pollution. You know, in the cities. Beijing and places, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Um, I've seen that lately. With the pandemic going on, a lot of factories have closed down. You know, because mm-hmm. of people working closely together and such. And, like, the air has cleared in a lot of places that had, like, problems with smog. 
including Beijing, Los Angeles, and a lot of like small towns that like the entire town is built around said factories that are pumping out a lot of smoke. Mm. It's just like, you know, the carbon footprint of like the whole planet has reduced so much just because people are not working anymore. Mm. The dolphins are swimming in, in Venice, apparently. Yeah, that was fake. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> I, wish, I wish it was real, but... Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Now that's you know that's interesting. It's already decreased, you know, just from nice not doing nice anything. I did read something a little while ago about how China was taking steps to reduce smog everywhere and reduce their carbon footprint. Mm-hmm. Like they were trying to, not the big cities like Beijing and Shanghai, but smaller rural like farming villages and communities to get them dependent on solar and wind energy instead of coal and. Fossil fuels. Mm. Apparently, um, the uh, Netherlands has n- has negative um, what negative energy or so, something. No, it was like negative fossil fuels or something like that. Where in the Netherlands? And maybe not fossil fuels. It, it was like negative of something like actually because of all the windmills and stuff. Yeah, yeah, they do have a lot of windmills. <laughs> I haven't read anything about that. I know Europe in general is a lot more green than the rest of the world because they don't ride car. They don't drive cars as much either. Mm, yeah, they're they're all like drive their push bikes to work and stuff. They know what they're doing. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of European cities were built in the Middle Ages when most people all they could travel by was foot. Mm. So those cities were built to be walked in, not driven in. Yeah, right. So they're not like modern Los Angeles, New York. Or even Sydney, Brisbane, you know? Mm, mm. They were built with really narrow streets where the widest thing that could pass through was probably a guy on the back of a horse. Yeah, right. Yeah, and in most European cities you go, of course they've expanded a lot and, you know, you can drive a car around clearly, but those areas they're called the old town. Old town or old part of the city. Mm. And that's where you go. You literally cannot drive a car between the, the buildings. No, oh, man, I'd love to go to one of those places. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I went in Sweden. It was lovely. I went in France and, oh, man. Yeah. Got to go to Europe oh, at yeah. some point in your life. I've been, yeah, I've been yeah, a couple of times. Beautiful, beautiful place. Beautiful, beautiful place. I'm talking to the audience, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is beautiful. I don't think we have an audience, Adrian, but anyway. <laughs> some people actually listen to this, Jimmy, so I've been told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, if you're out there, let us know. Love your, love your feedback. They've let me know, Jimmy. I'm desperate. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. Love them. Yeah, bloody Um Ah, God. So, what, what did, so you've said that you read, or you've read a bit of Homo Deus as in the, in the, in before the, before camera, before we went live. Tell us a bit uh, about what nature of humanity. Yes. Tell us a bit about what you've learned in that book. Okay, well, might explain the title a bit first. <laughs> yep. So, the scientific name of humans is Homo sapiens, basically human intelligent, right? Like thinking, we're capable of like true thought, not in the same way a chimp or a gorilla might be. You know, sapiens, intelligent. Homo Deus means God. 
is the next step in human evolution that like our next step on the ladder might be to become gods or at least as we see them oh wow but basically the whole book is about how humans might evolve next and there's a lot of different stuff is what we might gain but also what we might lose so there's the idea that we don't really have much need for body hair anymore no especially pubic hair gets in the way adrian it's mostly there to keep (laughs) us warm yeah right but now we have artificial methods of heating that might be lost. Obviously, this will be in the thousands of years time span. You know, things like that. Uh, your pinky toe. Yeah. Well, my question you is. Your pinky toe. Um. You know, we might not have use for these, but how do we? How do we? Um. What would evolve to get rid of those things? If, if um, you know, because. C- we mate at the like at the moment. We we don't care if someone's got pubic hair or whatever or or, or hair on their bodies because they just shave it off. So, so that person's genes will still have hair. Therefore, their genes will carry on, and therefore you'll never get rid of the hair thing. Is that right? More or less. So so how would we ever get rid of hair then and pinky toes? Are you taking into account, Jimmy, the millions if not billions of people who are breeding right yeah so it becomes more attractive a person with less pubic hair (laughs) yeah uh people with naturally less pubic hair will be having more kids that's true but we've got we can just shave and stuff so like it wouldn't matter right well yeah but eventually it overtakes how about pinky toes? Like people, people don't. Because not everyone, not everyone shaves, do they? No, that's that's true. But how about pinky toes? I don't think pinky toes will ever become. I don't think people well, will be like, oh, this guy hasn't got a pinky toe. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go for this. Guy. You know what I mean? So the pinky toe thing comes from when humans were still closer to monkeys and were still climbing trees, right? Now, if you've ever seen a monkey climb a tree, you've seen they use their tails. Obviously, we don't have tails anymore. Mm. But they also can actually grip branches with their feet. Like their hands and their feet are pretty much the same. They wrap around branches. Fingers and toes pretty much work exactly the same. Obviously not for us because we came down from the trees and our feet didn't actually need to grasp things anymore. Mm. Mostly they needed to be flat and hold a lot of weight because we started walking on two legs instead of crawling around on fours. Yeah. I'm get- and that is where the pinky toe actually came in. It was for grip. But now that we only use our feet mostly for balance and weight distribution, it's actually useless. So it's not that people with smaller pinky toes are going to be breeding more. It's just that genes and evolution naturally distinguish what is worth keeping and what isn't worth keeping. Really? How does that Whoa. Is that real? Yes, it does. Is that real? That pinky toe, that is energy and that is meat going into something that is not necessary. That is energy and meat that could be going to something else. As minor as it is, every little bit counts. And how does the um, how does the you know the body know that, like, not to give the next the baby the pinky toe? Is that a, is that real? Or? And imagine it just goes by usage, you know. 
the less you use your pinky toe, simply the less effort goes into maintaining it, you know? I mean, like I said, humans were basically at one point indistinguishable from monkeys. And if you look at tree-climbing monkeys right now, their feet and their hands are essentially the same. Obviously, we came a lot different from that. Mm. Simply because we weren't doing the same things. And it became, okay, since we're walking on land a lot more now, is it more worth having feet that can hold us up, that can keep us balanced? Or is it worth more having feet that can keep us swinging from branches? Mm. Interesting. Very interesting. The more you use something, the more it adapts. Mm. And wisdom teeth? I know wisdom teeth will be... Yeah, I don't know all the science, Jimmy, but that is pretty much how it works. Yeah, right. Very interesting, Odin. Wisdom teeth are a a throwback. Yeah, because our jaws... um, Got smaller, but I think the uh, the gene of the jaw being smaller and the teeth thing are like two different things. So it didn't it didn't cross over or something. Yeah, like I have never had wisdom teeth issues. Yeah, but I have, so I got them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because our jaws are too small. Yeah. But I also know plenty of people who haven't, myself included. See, that's that's another thing. Mm. Probably disappear within the next couple thousand years. Yeah, that'd be good. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. The appendix as well. Oh, yeah, the appendix. Yeah, mine exploded. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be glad to see the end of it. Yeah. Get, I can't wait, Adrian. Give us a, give us a few thousand years and we'll be, we'll be living it up without any appendixes and wisdom teeth. It'd be great. Yeah. And pubic hair. Maybe, maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Probably... Five fingers, four toes. <laughs> yeah. Um, another thing. Uh, oh yes, yeah, so sorry. Homo de. What else did it talk about? Homo deus. Um, a lot about brain development. Yeah. Right. I don't know. It kind of. I only read through half of it. I can't talk yeah. too much. That's right. It was more so how you know. Throughout all of history, humans have only gotten smarter, as hard as that might be to believe. Mm. Humans have only gotten smarter, and it'll probably only continue along that trend. Mm -hmm. I mean, a large part of that was how we managed to stand up on two legs. So now, pardon me, the weight of the head and the brain and, you know, the skull all the whole weight of your head was not just being held up by your neck if you're positioned horizontally like a wolf or a... Pardon, got the hiccups. <laughs> like a wolf or any kind of four-legged animal, the weight of the head is only being held up by the neck. Yeah. Right? So the head can only afford to be so big before the neck caves oh, in, which yeah, means yeah. your brain can only get so big. Uh-huh. But if you're standing up on two legs, that means the whole weight of your head is being held by your body, specifically your spine, which means it can get much bigger. Mm. And therefore your brain can get much bigger. Yeah. Which is commonly accepted one of the reasons why humans are so much smarter than the rest of the animal kingdom. Mm. A lot of what Homodeus says is that it just continues along that trend. Yeah. Mm, there you go. And I think also um, when 
women birth children, like the the baby is still developing, right? Like it's not fully unlike other animals, it's fully develop it's fully developing, like the baby, the newborn baby. Ah, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. So therefore yeah. we can develop outside the womb, which is which makes us more you know, like our brains can grow bigger and stuff and Yes. Which also explains why babies have to be taken care of for so long compared to other animals. Yeah, there's other animals that like pop out of the the <laughs> the, the womb See, and they like just go and start killing things. Within ten minutes they can walk. Yeah, yeah. They crack out of the shell and they're just like fighting some yeah. <laughs> compensation, right? Yeah. Evolution decided that it was more worth that we would have to take years to look after our children and raise them and teach them, but the trade-off was worth it that they would be much, much smarter for mm. it. Mm. And because we are able to be taught and we rely less on our natural instincts, we're able to grow like further as well? Yes. But there is still input from your natural instincts. Of oh, course. of course, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing, which kind of goes off that point of natural instincts, um, that I read the other day, that e- e- Egg Boy, remember Egg Boy? Egg Boy, uh, the the guy that egged Fraser Annie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so he, yeah. he he's like a spiritual leader guy now. <laughs> it's not really, but he um. I don't know. He, he he did he did a, a tweet or something, um, or maybe it was just on Facebook. Anyway, I read it some. I I heard it on a, a podcast. Get around me by Billy Darcy. I heard it on good good good, good podcast. Anyway, I digress. Egg Boy said something very interesting that I was thinking about. He said that um, at the moment we rely on our ego, right? Um, to survive, our na- it's like part of our natural instincts, right? We we're like, oh, we sort of, um, you know, in order for us to, or in in caveman times or whatever, and even now, a li- well, not as much now, but anyway, we, um, you know, we need to fight for things. We need to like go out and you know, we might we might need to kill other people or other things to to survive. You know what I mean? Are you getting me? Sure. Yeah? But now, these days, like, we don't need to go out and, you know, compete. We don't We don't need to be the alpha male. We don't need to compete against other people to, like, survive as much. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, now, <laughs> am I making sense or... No, you're making sense. I'm just not entirely sure I agree. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, I'll get, I'll get to that. And then... Um, because, and because we don't need our ego as much, right? Big boy was saying that, um, you know, if we, if we let go of our ego and become more spiritual, then we'll become like that. That'll be the next thing in the future. Like as we evolve, like we'll, we'll, we'll get rid of our ego and we'll become more spiritual and it'll be less about ourselves and more about, you know, the, the universe and whatever. Is that... What do you think? Okay. What do I think? <laughs> and he's saying that we need to take um, hallucinogenic drugs to, like... Because the hallucinogenic drugs, like, 
it it when you take it it um I've never taken it. I don't think I will. It's very risky. But anyway, um, when you take it, it like lowers the part, like the brain activity in the part of the brain that has your, that like of your ego. Yeah, you know this. We've talked yeah. about this. And then because of that, um, you're more connected with like the universe. And he think that's he thinks that's a positive thing. I think that's I think that's an interesting idea. What do you think, Adrian? There's <laughs> you don't look well, very convinced. Firstly, if you want to take hallucinogenic drugs, please do. <laughs> 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 yeah. I mean, it just feels like bullshit. I can't explain it. I can't really like go into you know, debunking or providing proof or evidence, it just seems like it's, you know, like he's just talking out his ass. He probably is, but it sounds cool. I'm not going to deny hallucinogenic drugs are awesome, but there's better reasons to take them. (laughs) Like, you know, you don't, you don't need a story. You don't need, you know, get more in touch with the universe or anything like that. It's, at least for me, it was more introspective, you know. It wasn't about the universe. It was about me. Mm. I was out of connection with myself. And it helped me in that way. Mm. But then again, I do have to admit that that was just me. And it's different for everyone. Some people have horrible experiences with them. I had a good one. Some people maybe have good experiences that are different. So that's a very difficult subject to speak on. Mm. Yeah, I think if I ever take it, I'll probably have a panic attack. I've, I've, I'm kind of susceptible to panic attacks, and I think I probably will have one if I ever have it. So, If you think that, then it's best to avoid. Mm. Simple as that. Mm. But don't you think, like, the whole idea of the ego, because I know, you know... What I was what I was talking about, like we don't really need the ego as much anymore, do we? Not so sure. What is the ego, Jimmy? Um. Well, that's <laughs> where'd you go? Turn the light back um, on. I opened up a different tab. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um. I don't know the I ego. Don't video on this just. My screen went dark for a second. Yeah, uh, I don't know. It's 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 interesting. I don't know enough about it to like say too much on it, but I know that you know historically we've needed to have a really strong ego in order to sort of you know fight for our food and fight against other people and to survive. But we don't really need that anymore, do we? That kind of natural instinct to be selfish. I guess it's selfishness. The ego is more like selfishness. Mm. What do you think? We don't really, we don't, like, we needed selfishness to survive, but now we don't really need it to survive. We can be selfless and we can still survive. It depends how you define selfishness. Hmm. Like, I don't know. As as an example, maybe you know we have we earn enough money to um, 
you know, feed ourselves in current day situations, but we also have enough... Of course. Selfishness in the terms of self-preservation, as in I work a job so that I can eat, so that I can have electricity and heat and clothes, right? Mm -hmm. You know, my jobs... I work one job because I love it, and I work one job because it pays. But that's exactly it, because it pays. Because I need that money so that I can live and at least live to a decent standard. Mm. That is selfishness. Mm, yeah. And a lot of people go over the top. You know, even even me, you know, like, I don't need all the money I have. I could donate it to someone who needs it more. But I don't because I have that, you know, survival instinct to say, you know, oh, it's my thing. I need it, you know, to survive and whatever. But I don't actually need it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thing is, when you say ego, I think of Sigmund Freud's ego. Ah, okay. That's what I think of it. The ego simply acts according to reality. That is, it just reacts in realistic ways. Mm. According to your own self-interest, of course. Mm. But self-interest also encompasses wanting to make other people happy. Self-interest depends entirely on who you are. If you like making people happy, then it's in your self-interest to want to make other people happy because that's what you like. Mm. Right? So ego isn't necessarily a bad thing, but it is selfishness. The thing is, can it be selfishness in the service of good? Mm. We were meant to be talking about the future. Yeah, I was talking about the spiritual revolution of the ego, Adrian. That's the future. The ego. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, that's just one definition. That's a, like it's such a vague word. Yeah. Yeah. Then he puts in the super ego, which is your subconscious. And the id, right? What's and the, the id. Yes, What's, you I know. I forget about, I forget about what it is, though. The id. Yeah. The id is your most primal, basic drives. Ah, okay. Food, water, warmth. And sex. Or shelter. And sex, yes. <laughs> yeah, Sigmund Freud was really big on that. <laughs> yeah. It really... Didn't he... Um, he was big on, like, like, the baby having... Or a toddler having like sexual thoughts about his mother or something, and oh no, not the toddler. Everyone, everyone, everyone has sexual thoughts about their mother. Is that right? Yeah. See, here's the thing: Freud was right in a lot of places, but he was also incredibly wrong in a lot of places, <laughs> yeah. and that that was one. <laughs> Essentially, like, I have. Not, what are you talking about? I have cool. sexual thoughts about my mother. <laughs> Yeah, Everyone must have it. Having, <laughs> it's not necessarily thinking about having sex with your mother, but it is essentially having this idealized relationship with your mother to the point that if there's anything wrong with you, it is probably in some way be it can be able to be traced back to your mother. No, okay. Whether she did a good job or not, you know, maybe she over. Uh, what's the word? Like she treated you too well or she treated you too badly or not enough or something like that. There's something wrong with you. It is in some way related to your mother. 
Right. How about your father? Yeah, he didn't really say much about that. <laughs> See, this is why people say Freud was wrong on a lot of things. Mm. I think most people nowadays can probably hear that and point out, well, yeah, it's obviously bullshit. Yeah, right. But back then, you know, people didn't know. Well, yeah, he was the first to start it. That's why he's so honoured, you know? It doesn't really matter that he was wrong in a lot of things. What matters is that he was the first to really try to figure it out. Mm. And he inspired others. Mm. That's why he matters. Mm. The godfather of psychology. Yeah. Well, the grandfather, the I forget. Psychology, yes. Yes. Which Godfather or grandfather? Which one is it? I think either one works. Godfather. Godfather sounds better. It does. <laughs> um, the last thing before we wrap up, probably, because I know you need to go. Um, you know, this idea that we might one day have the technology to transcend our bodies, to transfer our. Um, transfu- yes. I talking about this with um, my sister today. Very interesting. Transhumanism, yes. So stuff like uploading your consciousness yeah, to I, uh, a computer or yeah, a robot box. Yeah, yeah, like that's how crazy would that be? What is that mm. even it's like it's uncomprehendable. Like you couldn't even think incomprehensible at the moment for for me. It's like what the hell? Uh tell me your thoughts on it, Jimmy. I'm just going to Google something real quick. Okay. Um uploading your consciousness. Yeah, well, I was talking about it, um, you know, with my sis- sister today. She's like, if you could, you know, instead of dying, you could just live forever with this transhumanism thing, like, would you do it? And I was like, oh, no, I, I think it's scarier um, than dying. Living forever is scarier for dying than me. Like, that's that's crazy. But also... Um, you know, if you, I guess if you could upload your consciousness, then you could, de- you know, un up unupload it, and you could just die. So I guess that would be probably a better option. Just like you know, I'm sick of this. I'm happy to die now, sort of thing, and and off you go. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Adrian? Did you listen to that, or were you giggling? <laughs> Was looking up um that thing that I thought of. Something called a matryoshka brain. Oh. What's that about? So, do you know what a Dyson sphere is, Jimmy? No. So, a Dyson sphere is an idea to um, grab power, that is energy, so like solar energy, but surrounding an entire star. So, it's an entire star surrounded by satellites and solar panels and stations. Oh, I think I have heard of that. Every single little bit of light and therefore energy that comes out of that star is being used to power our electricity and our yeah. all our power. Are they like really close to getting it? Oh, not that close, but they're sort of close to figuring it out? No, no, nowhere near. Oh, damn it. Like our current <laughs> solar panels, they're efficient. Right? Like, yeah. they actually work pretty well, but they only harness about, I think, 6% of potential energy that we could get from the sun. Mm. A Dyson sphere would get 
all of it. I imagine that. And if we could, if we could do that to our sun, we could power our, our entire planet for like a billion years easily, nonstop. Yeah, and that would eradicate the global warming problem, wouldn't it? Okay, so what a matryoshka brain is, is a Dyson sphere powering a massive computer. And that computer would hold all of our consciousnesses. Oh, my God. So like what you said about uploading the human consciousness or the human brain to a robot or a computer, it's exactly that, but built around a giant star and basically every single one of us living in our own virtual reality like the Matrix, where we are our own gods in our own dreams. Oh, my God. And around a star, that could last for billions, if not trillions of years. Wow. Would you do that, Jimmy? Well, no. You know, as I mentioned mm-hmm. before, like it's it, that's scarier than dying for me, I think. A trillion years of your own existence as your own God in your own universe. I don't know. That's so, like, maybe, but maybe not. I, I, that's, like, that's pretty cool. But I don't know. Like... Yeah, horrifying, isn't it? It's Yeah, it's horrifying to think about. But is it more horrifying than dying? I don't know. <laughs> I have to think about it properly, but if it ever became an option, I don't. I'd only go with it if I had the option at some point to say, "All right, I'm bored. I want to die yeah. now." Yeah. See, that's what I, that's that's what I was out. that's what I was saying before when you were googling that. I don't think you listened to me properly, but um, yeah, yeah, no, like yeah, like I would. That, I'm saying with you, I would. I would only do it if. Like I had the option to say, "Oh nah, like this is enough. I'm happy to die now," sort of thing. But I think it, I think it is more terrifying to do it than dying. Because the thing is, like, like imagine you are your own god in your own universe. At least in this simulated virtual reality that you're plugged into, being powered by the energy of a star. <laughs> I could have a lot of fun for a long, long, long time. Yeah. In. Like, I'd be happy to do it for maybe a few hundred years, but, you know, I don't want to do it for a trillion years. Like, far out. Yeah, naturally. <laughs> I <But> get... <laughs> there's the parameters that, like, the possibility exists you might not get bored of it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because it is technology, you know? They mm. can literally program that in to say that you will never get bored of this reality. And... Your body will just be sitting there, plugged into the chair, orbiting the star for the rest of the star's lifespan. Wow, that's that's yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Meanwhile, <laughs> your mind is in heaven, though. Wow. Or at least whatever your own perception of heaven is, if that's what you want to make. I guess if it was, yeah, if 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 it was um, guaranteed that you wouldn't get bored of it and like you'd start hating it, then yeah, I guess I'd do it, but. That's unbelievable. Like, imagine. I wonder what. Do you know what the scientists think of that? Like, if it's an actual like possibility that that will happen. It is only a concept. Yeah. So with things like this, they say like, okay, we know, we have solar panels. We know that we can draw energy from sunlight. So what if we put a whole lot of solar panels around a sun? 
okay, pretty much impossible as we know it now, but not impossible with potential future technology. So with a lot of sci-fi things, that's a thing, right? Mm. It is not impossible that one day we might be able to harvest all the energy from sunlight or from a star, no less. But they do take a leap in saying, okay, we need to be able to develop that technology to plug a human brain into a computer. Right now, obviously, we don't have that. We don't even know where to begin with that. Mm. But then if you link the two together, you have the chance of making a matryoshka brain. Oh, my God. Right? So, so many of the awesome stuff you see in sci-fi and, like, there's... This is for everyone to really take notice of. If you like sci-fi, if you like Star Wars, Star Trek, you know, Battlestar, just anything, a lot of sci-fi is real science that we might be able to use one day and then just dreams. But if you combine the two, you can make up something awesome. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. that's crazy. Have you heard, have you <laughs> have you heard about the jellyfish that lives forever, allegedly? Yeah, yeah, it can reverse the ages of its cells. Yeah, it's called the... Revert itself back to a juvenile age. It can only die if it's eaten or killed. Yeah. Never die from old age. Could we... Could It's called the... Taratopsis... Yeah, the immortal... Otherwise known as the immortal jellyfish. It's called the Taratopsis dorni. Yeah, here, let me get it. Could we... Turn Dorney. Yeah, could we um, do that to humans, possibly? Somehow? <laughs> Eventually? I have no idea. <laughs> That's molecular genetics, man. Not my thing. Yeah. How about, um... If you, you know, you've obviously heard of, like, the super babies. The, um... You know, that we could, um... Choose what genetics... Designer babies. Designer CRISPR, yes. Yeah. And people are saying, oh, we don't, we shouldn't play God and stuff, which is sort of fair enough for people who believe in that, but I think it it's pretty cool. A shoddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty cool, though. Imagine that. Do have to, yeah. Maybe talk about that another episode. All right. I'm going to down designer babies. Designer babies, a whole episode on designer babies. Remember, you, you got you had, <laughs> What? Remember the acronym CRISPR. Oh, I, I've heard of that actually. Yeah, CRISPR. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I watched um. Uh, what's that on Netflix? The uh, um. What is it? You know how they? T- oh, I forget. It. I'll get it up. Um, explained. You know, explained. Have you had? Yeah, there's a whole episode oh. on that. It's pretty good. Get around it. Anyway. Maybe. I don't have Netflix. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Get around it. Rick and Morty's there on is an, There is an interesting video, if you're interested in that whole concept of designer babies, on YouTube about um, CRISPR, which I believe is the technique used to actually alter genetics in unborn children. Which opens the possibility that I want my kid to have blonde hair and blue eyes. I want my kid oh, to God. have dark skin and yada yada. And it's like, okay, we'll press this button and this button and we'll tweak this. Your baby will be born exactly as how you want them to look. 
Design the babies. I want my I want my son to be a big black basketball player. I want to save some money in the NBA. Yeah. Imagine the NBA. Oh my god, the basket. Pretty much redundant. <laughs> okay, the video is called "Genetic Engineering Will Change Everything Forever." CRISPR, acronym C R I S P R. I'll get into it, Adrian. It's by Kuskisak. Interesting video. Watch that. We're not going to talk about it now. Yes. We won't, but I'll let you go because, you know, you're a busy man. I am a busy man. <laughs> and it's actually been a, um, I think, a 30, 45-minute episode. So, sorry about that, Adrian, but... No, no, not too bad, not too bad. <laughs> sorry. I think I had to help you for too long, but oh well. No, it's been an interesting one. It has, it has indeed, Adrian. I'm a very enlightened man now, like Buddha. <laughs> We got off topic as usual, but... Oh, well, not really. The spiritual evolution. Kind of, That's the future. It's kind, of, it's kind of our thing at this point. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, Adrian. Much appreciated, my man. Same to you, brother. Okay. See and goodbye to our listeners. Do you have any final words, Adrian, to our listeners? Any final words? Hmm. Well, this episode was about the future. Yeah. Because I can just say, don't be too discouraged. Yes. And you'll ma- probably get better. Yes. And make your own future. Be. I don't know. Be good. <laughs> be. I don't know. Be good. <laughs> yes. I'm going to frame that. <laughs> yeah. Stick it on my wall. Be. I don't know. Be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay. Thanks, Adrian. You're a wise man, James. It's Thank- always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, indeed, and same to you. We've yeah, been wrapping up for about three minutes now. Sorry. It's been a pleasure. Ah, oh, same. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Okay. See ya. <laughs>